0: so many great things happening in the Archdiocese of St. Paul Minneapolis.
1: It's like in the Book of Esther. God has placed each of us in this local church for a time like this. We're just all people. People of God. You know, we're all human. We're all fallen. We're all sinners. I think we put on Christ. We put on love. Put on Christ with us as we learn to witness in new ways, find inspiration in those around us, and look for guidance from the Holy Spirit, our Holy Mother Church, and the shepherds of our local church. Because we're on a journey. Continue this journey with us now with another episode of Practicing Catholic.
0: Welcome back to Practicing Catholic. Patrick Conley, glad to be with you again, along with Kayla Mayer, our producer, Paul Sodick, our technical producer, coming to you through the studio at the Archdiocesan Catholic Center in St. Paul. Well, look around at any given Sunday Mass, and you may see a decent mixture of women and men. But many parishes struggle to get men involved beyond that once-a-week commitment. In this practicing Catholic classic, Father Tom Wilson, pastor of All Saints in Lakeville, discusses what masculinity in the church looks like and why it's important. At a time when the culture is waging a war on femininity and masculinity, it's more important than ever to further educate ourselves on the distinct gifts that both men and women bring to the table within our church. Joining us today to share about the particular gifts and attributes of laymen is Father Tom Wilson, pastor of All Saints in Lakeville. Father, welcome to the show.
1: Thanks for having me on. Patrick, good to good be to, Good to talk again.
0: Yeah, good to talk with you again, too, Father. So for some time in our culture, there seems to have been this battle between men and women. Uh, and in the past couple of years, we've heard a lot about uh, toxic masculinity. So I want to ask you, Father, starting with how might one define authentic masculinity?
1: Yeah, that's a that's an excellent question to to begin with, since the the, the coverage and the popular conversation is almost always the reverse in mm-hmm. terms of uh, toxic. Uh, I think there's a few descriptors that. Are excellent for for authentic masculinity. Uh, I I took down a, several of them. One of them one of them is courage. It's courageous. I think authentic ma- masculinity is uh, is is courageous in the face of, of difficult circumstances and uh, willing to do the the, the right thing uh, even um, even at uh, personal cost. Uh, the other, a couple of other words that I, I think would go to describe authentic masculinity are service. Masculi- masculinity is about uh, it's about service, and in particular, uh, within within family life, it's it's about service of uh, service within the within the family. Um, another another word is uh, is, is protector. Um, authentic masculinity is about uh, protecting uh, that which uh, the man is called to protect. Again, within his family, but also uh, within faith, within uh, within church, and uh, within within culture and society. And and finally, um, the 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 word defend came comes comes to mind. That um, uh, a man who is authentically uh, masculine will uh, again defend what is true uh beautiful and uh and and good um within his family within his church within his uh culture and and, and society so those are the those are the things that i think um uh they're certainly not a not an exhaustive list of, of things that describe authentic masculinity but they're uh they're a good start and frankly i think that they 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 provide a uh, a pretty good um, uh, compare and contrast to uh, what people are, will we'll often describe as toxic masculinity.
0: Mm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Very good. I know that in our, in our, in at least certain segments of our society as of late, there's been, it seems like, almost an all-out effort to blur the lines between masculinity and femininity. But there's there's a danger there in the erasure of the difference between the two, isn't there?
1: Absolutely, uh, Patrick. And you know, it's. I find it interesting when when reading about these things, particularly in popular culture, if not necessarily within uh, within church conversation, that the the biggest um, the biggest uh, opponents, if you will, of of transgenderism and and all the all the repercussions of that are are women who consider themselves to be um, absolutely rugged feminists. And uh, I think that probably a lot of us, me included, and probably a lot of our listeners would not Put ourselves into the feminist camp from a from a, a social standpoint or a political standpoint, uh, but there is something about that that says um, there is something distinctive and authentic about about women that needs to be recognized, uh, honored, and uh, and and protected. And so, the blurring of the distinction between. Um, men and women, the blurring of the distinction between what is male and female, and essentially um, allowing that to be a personal decision rather than uh, something that is a that is a, a natural gift from from God to to each and every one of us as as men and women. Uh, it impoverishes the other, and so when we when we blur these distinctions, what we're really doing is is we are uh, we're impoverishing true masculinity and true femininity. And and I think you know, like the the, the author of the Harry Potter books and and, and some others who've uh really uh stood up to to some of this stuff in the in the social sphere uh, realize that if authentic femininity is, is impoverished it's lost and and real women uh lose in that and so there's a there's a beautiful complementarity between um uh authentic and and God ordained masculinity and and femininity that in his plan works together for the completion of, of the human family
0: yeah Well, of course, it goes without saying, I hope, Father, that uh, you know that we and I would would surmise that most, if not all, of our listeners who are listening uh, right now, certainly if they're intentional listeners to the show, that that we are grateful. We are definitely grateful for all of our diocesan priests, for all of our clergy. Um, But what are some of the particular gifts or opportunities that laymen may have to serve the church uh, that clergy or consecrated religious might not have?
1: Yeah that's a that's an excellent question and it's something that I think a lot of people are are working on and uh locally and and nationally I think Patrick it really begins it really begins in family uh and if we if we begin sort of with the with the assumption of 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 married men, uh, they are uh, they are called by God to to lead the domestic church within their within their own uh, within their own households, and uh, that's really that's really where it that's really where it begins to uh, to to lead to to be faithful to. Uh, be courageous to be uh service oriented and and defend uh their their own families and and I would say in particular from my perspective to uh defend the uh the, the practice and and the growth of of faith within uh within their own families and mm-hmm. The reality is that we don't get a lot of cultural support for that, right? I mean I think we I think most I think most people uh, who kind of observe um, culture direction cultural directions and conversations, um, men trying to live out that authentic masculinity and faithful fatherhood uh, are are really often not. Uh, exalted in the in the culture and society. I was just thinking about, um, you know, when when was the last time any of us saw uh, any kind of portrayal in uh, in particular uh, TV shows, family oriented TV shows, in which the, the father figure uh, is portrayed as. Um, uh, a man who is strong, a man who is courageous uh a man who loves a man who serves they're almost always they're almost always treated as uh you know at best an innocent buffoon uh, and at worst a, a grotesque abuser of of power and abandoners of 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 responsibility and those are these are not good images these are not good images that we're being bombarded with and so um so you know as as men are called to 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 be faithful and and leading within their families i think there's also a a tremendous need for uh, bonding and mentorship among men that mm. uh men who have who have sort of lived through this and, and are and are and are good and faithful to uh the, their families uh need to be willing to uh to mentor, teach and be good examples for uh for younger men.
0: Mm. We're speaking with Father Tom Wilson, pastor of All Saints in Lakeville, about masculine spirituality and the role of, of authentic uh, men here in in the church and in the world today, Father. But this topic is is important for men, obviously, especially as you talk about bonding and mentorship, and it's something that yes, I think uh, the strengthening those bonds of brotherhood between men, uh, laymen in the church, is an excellent idea. But this is also an important topic for women too, right?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. You know, and and one of the one of the things that comes up in a lot of these conversations, Patrick, is the fact that um, if if true authentic and, and holy masculinity are are disrespected it it frankly impoverishes the 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 unique uh, beauty and authentic femininity that uh that that women bring and if we just if we just look at it culturally and socially and uh examine the uh the number of families that are um by a single head of household, and what a high percentage of those are, are, are women. I I don't know a lot of women who um, have found themselves in those situations that. Uh, don't say I wish that there was I, I had a I had a husband around to um, to compliment and to uh to help and to serve and to and to protect within uh, within my own family people don't rejoice at at those things and so um the the impoverishment of of masculinity also then uh, damages um Damages the, the the beauty of femininity and the complementarity that God uh, that, that God intends, and with them both being lived uh, fully and and true, it gives a it gives a complete picture of you know God's. In, tension for the complementarity of men and women particularly in uh, in family life so um, uh, women are not helped when um, when authentic masculinity is uh, is is debased and uh, and and mocked They're, yeah. they they are not and i i I think that most women would probably um, uh, be on board with that as well
0: hmm. yep i it, it seem it would seem to be the case for me as well. Couple minutes remaining here, Father. But I wanted to ask uh, any biblical models of masculinity that you'd suggest that our listeners could turn to.
1: Yes, there's so many. There's so, <laughs> there's so many, Patrick. I'll just uh, I've, I've got a I've got a couple here to to, to just start with. Um, we'll start early in the in the scriptures. Uh, Abraham. Uh, Abraham was a, um, a, a man who was uh, who was called by God, uh, who was who was ready to defend and ready to go uh... exactly where 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 god wanted him to go he was willing to abandon everything uh... really really straight out of the straight out of the gate and uh... Um uh, and in fact, did he? He, he left. Uh, he, yeah. he left and uh, did exactly what uh, what, what God um, called him to do, despite it being uh, physically challenging and uh, and all of that. God fulfills His promises to uh, to to make His family fruitful uh, and and the like. So I would put Abraham in there. Uh, one of my favorites, personally, is is Joshua. Um, mm. Again, Joshua is is the one who's um, uh, ordained by God to succeed Moses as the the leader of the people going into the going into the promised land and uh it's still not an easy it's still not an easy journey and they've been they've been getting ready and they've been stubbing their toes. Uh, yeah. And being unfaithful for 40 years, uh, but as, they're, as, they are, as they are preparing, uh, Joshua gives them one last sermon or homily or, or whatever you want to call it uh, about whether they will uh, cross uh, into the promised land and uh, and be and, and be faithful. And uh, his his words for all eternity and for for all men, I would say, are: "As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. As for me and my." house, we will serve the Lord. There's, there's nothing more faithful and, and more masculine uh, than, than that. Than to speak for the household and say, we are going to be faithful to the God who has gotten us here uh, and faithful to the God who wants us to live with him for uh, uh, forever.
0: Yeah, Um, I think that's an excellent point, Father. Sorry, i got to leave it there, but uh, before we let you go, Father, could we have a blessing from you, and especially for all of the men um, in our archdiocese, please?
1: Absolutely. Almighty God and Father, we are grateful for the gift of masculinity and femininity, your plan for life, especially in the family. We ask especially that you bless all the men, uh, the fathers, and and the families who are participating. uh, Help them to be faithful and authentic to uh, what God has called them to, the Father, the Son, and Holy Spirit.
0: Amen. Father Wilson, thank you so much for joining us. God bless you. You're
1: very welcome. Thanks, Patrick. God bless. Bye-bye.
0: Fa- Father Wilson does appear regularly as his spiritual director on The Inner Life weekdays at 11 a.m. here on Relevant Radio. You can search for these podcasted episodes at relevantradio.com.
1: Thank you for listening. Follow us on social media at Practicing Catholic Show to see what's coming up next. Make sure to leave a review and subscribe to be the first to know when the next episode of Practicing Catholic is released.